What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Dre Nicole. And you are tuned in to another episode of Poor Minds. Where a drunk mind speaks sober thoughts. You are looking very classy today. Thanks, Ryan. I love a good sweater dress. Me too. I love a sweater dress and in the was, winter. That ass was assy. It's going to do that anyways, because that's how I am. <laughs> What's been up? Girl, nothing. What's been up with you? I'm excited. Are you? Yeah. Why? Because it's the holidays. It's holiday season. Yeah, you know holiday. I love the holidays. You know, you, you know how I get down. I'm yeah. just like, whatever, let's get this shit passed. But it's so funny. Um... I love meeting the listeners, first of all. Mm-hmm. The li- y'all are I do too. so fucking funny. So I met, I had, uh, we had a pop-up shop the yeah. other day. One of the listeners walked up to me. This, y'all always say the craziest shit. Because y'all have to realize, like, of course, on the show, this is us. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just be in regular everyday mode when I'm not recording. Mm-hmm. Girl walked up to me like, hey, Lex, it's me. And I'm like, what? She's like, I'm the one who told you my nigga got blue balls. Oh. And I'm like, oh, well. <laughs> okay. Like, that's how they, that's how y'all introduce y'allself to that me. That is like, hilarious. I'm the one who told you I can tie my clit in a bowl. Like, it's me. <laughs> like, y'all say the crazy. Wait, tell my clit in a bowl, bitch. Goodbye. I'm just saying, for example, like, that's how they, like, be like, oh, it's me. I said this. And, I, and you mm. know, this is a crazy-ass show. And y'all be saying, I and be we saying say, crazy yeah. shit. So y'all be saying crazy shit. But it's just so funny how, like, a lot of the listeners, like, introduce themselves mm. to us. I'd be like, okay, girl. I was like, well, did you fix the problem? I think it's so, like, one of the funniest things to me when we meet listeners yeah. is, like, how some of them be so, like, scared of us. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, we so cool and down to earth, but they be like, oh my God. Oh yeah, my God. Like, like the little, she was so cute. She was cute. so cute and she was young she too. She was young too. She was young. I said, did your parents know you <laughs> Right. She was but super she was, sweet. She was so cute though. Yeah. She was like, oh my God, I can't believe it. And then some of them just be like, what's up, bitch? Yeah. yeah. It's like, no, it's no in between. It it's either no... they like that, they be scared. Yes. Or they be like, hey bitch, what's up? Yes, they are very, but I love, I love that. Yeah. I love it. It's always a good time. Um, but yeah, I have on my 85 bucket hat today. Yeah, that hoe is fire. I we have to it. get some. Oh, we gonna get some bucket hats. We gotta get some. It's so cute. Yeah, I started to, to wear mine too. Yeah, I didn't feel like combing my hair today. <laughs> so I was just like, fuck it. Got the 85 apparel on. And I wore a bra today. You do have a bra on. I, and you never wear bras. What never, made you want to wear a bra? I don't know. I was just like, because it looks like I'm going fishing up top. So I had to give a little sexy at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, let me just kind of mix it up a little bit. Like, I can't give them too much. But honestly, I really feel uncomfortable right now. Yeah. Because they're so high. Like, I like the swing low sweet cherry. <laughs> like, I like it when my titties hang. Like You are so stupid. Yeah. I, it's so funny. Who are we? Because I wore a bra last night. What? I did. <laughs> This is out of control. I definitely did. And I, I haven't worn a bra in so long. And I feel the same way. Like what you is what you were saying. They were just so hot. Yeah. I was like, God damn. I just don't. I like the swing low, sweet mm-hmm. chariots, brush them over the shoulder. Like, I like for my shits to hang. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I, I'm more of a real time nigga. in the night, time in the bow. Yeah, like when I have my titties up, I feel like it's not me. It's not really Do who your I boobs am. hang low. I lie a lot. <laughs> I lie a lot. Y'all know I don't keep it real about nothing, but the thing I can keep it real about is my titties. They not, bro, you be exaggerating though. But this is exaggerating. Y'all know y'all do not. I ain't never seen them up here before. <laughs> I can see them in my peripheral is vision, that the, bitch. Is that the only bra you own? Um, No, I actually have a few bras. You have I a just, few? I just don't wear them. I got like two. Yeah, I don't wear it. Like, I have, I have like four or five bras. 
I have like two bras. Yeah, and you know, like I, you, you know, you have that one bra that you always wear. It's just mm-hmm. like your comfortable bra that you can like wear to sleep, mm-hmm. or if you got comfortable. Wait, bitch, who is wearing a bra to sleep? I wear like a little softy sports bra. It's like a little stretchy. Oh well, a sports bra. Yeah, I'm thinking you talking about a real regular bra. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who wearing a bra to sleep? Oh no, not a real regular bra. But like you know, I have a little softy little stretch. Mm-hmm. I, I love a good sports bra. Mm-hmm. But you know, like when the girls, I used to wear my bras down to the wire. The wires used to be poking out and poking mm-hmm. your titty. And you, I don't know why I didn't ask my mom, like, hey, my bra is getting old. I need a new bra. Because it was your fave. Yeah. Because it's like, it's like with shoes. You know what I mean? Once you break them in, mm-hmm. they be way more comfortable. I feel the same way about bras. Because bras traditionally are not comfortable. Yeah, they're not comfortable You know what I mean? But like once you've been having it for a while and you've been wearing it, it starts to, you know. Yeah. Get a little more comfortable. And this bra is very uncomfortable. Like, if y'all see a little blood right here, because <laughs> these tight. motherfuckers heavy. My shoulder's like, bitch, how long this episode is? The fuck? They don't know what's going on. So if y'all they like going like new. this during the episode, just don't just don't pay attention, dog. You are so I'm silly. struggling over here. I'm struggling over here. Okay, so let's get into the topics today. I'm excited to talk about these topics because I know it's going to be a lot of shade thrown today. Why? I just love a good shady episode. Why do you think it's going to be shady? Because I got a lot of shit to say. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get into it then. So the first thing we're going to talk about today is um, your friend being accomplished and not you. Mm. Because in this day and age, a lot of people just like to say, oh, my homeboy is such and such. My partner do this. Uh, My homegirl does this. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, but what do you do? What do you do? Mm-hmm. It's it's so much dick riding. It's absolutely insane. And I guess it's just weird for me because I have a lot of successful friends. I do. I know a lot. I rub shoulders with a lot of people who was really out here doing shit. Mm-hmm. But for me, that was more so motivation. It was never like, I want to be like, oh, you know, um, my homeboy is such and such. Or, you know, my homegirl is such and such. I've always wanted to be that person. So it's so weird to me when people just take, I take pride in my friends. Don't get me wrong. I do take pride in my friends, but I don't take pride in nobody knowing who I am or what I do. And them just knowing the people around me. I mean, yeah. I actually had said something about that on Twitter the other day. I was saying, like, it's crazy because there's so many people who are not going to realize until later in life that their biggest accomplishment is who they was cool with. Right. That's... But a lot of people don't care. Like, they just... I just feel like this day and age, our generation, like, people just live for clout Mm -hmm. and attention. Mm -hmm. And nobody is really... nobody because I do feel like some people are focused on their future and like what they're going to be doing in 10, 20 years. But I think a lot of people just don't even think that far. Like they just want to live in the moment and have fun. Everything is about turning up and being lit and being outside. Everybody just want to be outside and be lit. Nobody wants to focus on a career or anything I feel like. Well also I mean I don't feel judgy about that. Like if you want to go outside go outside. But my thing is. Well no it's nothing wrong with being outside. That's not what I was saying but I'm just saying I feel like that's where a lot of people's minds are at. Mm -hmm. Like that's all they want to do is be outside with a lit friend. Or they want to wait they waiting for their pot their partner to pop off because they like you know what i'm gonna just wait because dre about to be lit dre about dre just signed with 85 i know she about to get in her bag so i ain't gotta do shit i'm gonna just be her friend i wish a motherfucker would say that around me because i'm gonna be like what they gotta do with you exactly because (laughs) but i think a lot of people don't realize even when like 
you are in position to do a lot of things, but it's like when you're in the beginning, it takes a long time yeah. to get to where you are really in yeah. position to give people jobs, make sure everybody eating yeah. and doing all that stuff. So it's like right now, I'm not focused on doing anything unless it's like for poor minds or for me and my thing with helping friends and i feel like i've talked about these before on the show i'm just not big on helping people who don't want to help themselves like if you waiting on me to get on so that you can get on what the hell make you think i will help you right because what have you been doing all this time it's completely different if i get on and then i see you been grinding and i see you been working on some shit and trying to make some shit happen but it just ain't popped off Mm -hmm. for you and then now that i'm on if i can help you yeah i'm gonna do that because you've been hustling and you've been grinding but a bitch or a nigga who ain't been doing nothing Mm -hmm. and then you feel like because I done popped off or I'm doing something that I'm just supposed to put you on right absolutely not I think that is so strange but also it's like like I said I take so much pride in the fact that we created this. Me and we too. did this. You know what I'm saying? So it's like from the why, bottom. Why from the flow. do people just want to wait on other people? Like, start what you're supposed to do now. Like, you could be that person in your group. It's so crazy because, you know, I feel like a lot of people are always writing us about mm. like starting podcasts mm-hmm. and stuff because of the success of the show. Right. Um, and the one thing that really kind of annoys me when people write me or ask me questions about starting a podcast, they're like, Well, I just don't know how to start. Just start. Just start. You have to. That's what anything. Just start. Mm-hmm. Like when me and you first started doing Poor Minds, we didn't have no set. We didn't have no people helping us with production mm-hmm. like how we do now. It was literally just me and you. And we had to figure that shit out. And we used to use my camera mm-hmm. and my laptop to upload everything. And that's right. what we was doing. And just I, a two-person show. And like I said, I feel like somebody like says your name or says anybody's name like... Oh man, you know uh DeAndre. And they're like, who is DeAndre? Oh, that's Drake friend. Like, that's how people know you. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, in order for people to like be like, oh, this is who this is, is they have to say who you around. But that's I, weird. It's weird. I mean, I don't know. I think one good thing about me and you, we have never been like the type of people to want to ride other people ways. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that just ain't never been my thing. I remember. I had this friend when I was like 23 and back, you know, like when the Instagram models and all that stuff first had got popular. Mm-hmm. Remember like some of the Instagram models when they would host parties, they would like post like, oh, I need 10 girls to come I out with me. I need 10 baddies to show and, up. Yeah, so she had wanted to go. <laughs> she, what? Yeah, she had wanted to go out. She had wanted to go I out did. to the party with the girl. And so I just thought it was so weird. Like I've just never had the urge to do those type I of things. I never like, did. Because not trying to be cocky or nothing but I just always feel like if somebody else is doing something why I can't do the same shit mm-hmm. like I could create just like you created your own wave I can create my own wave I don't need to be cool with a bitch or be cool with a nigga so that I can get on right or people can know who I am yeah and it's like it's so many people I just feel but I think that's a confidence thing too yeah. I think a lot of people don't have that confidence in themselves that they feel like they can create their own brand mm-hmm. or create their own wave and people gonna fuck with you right you know what I mean so instead of trying to do their own thing they would rather just go follow that behind the person around them. That was such a weird them. era. What? Like, the girls used to be like, I need 10 baddies in Houston. And bitches used to be going. Send, send the email. <laughs> and the girls used to be showing up like, with my bitch. <laughs> Like, you don't even know You don't even know this, bitch. This shit doesn't even go here. She doesn't even go here. Like, 
It was so that was an era, bro. But and and again, like I said, and I used to be cool with people who used to do that type of like who used to want to try to do that type of stuff. And I just always thought it was so strange. Like, bitch, what the fuck I look like going link up with a bitch that I don't know right. at a party, sitting in her section, waiting on her to pour me liquor. I am dead, and the girls used to love it. Like, it's just and then hopefully she posts me and I can get some followers. That's what it was. It hopefully was she records me and I can get some followers. Ooh, tag me, girl. <laughs> tag me. It's like I hate no. a tag me ass bitch. <laughs> I hate a tag me ass bitch. Like if I'm re- like me and Dre be in the club, like we'll be recording each other. Somebody in the corner, like ooh, tag me, <laughs> yeah, tag me. They yeah. be way in the back. I'm like, bitch, who are you? <laughs> I just, I definitely think it's strange, and I think it's a lot. But honestly, you know, not trying to be funny, but I feel like with us, that's why we're doing what we're doing. Like usually, those are the people that end up, you know, being the friends. Huh? Being the friend. No, I was saying that's where, like, us, we're usually the type of people who end up creating their own wave because we ain't never been the type of people that want to follow behind yeah. other people. I, but also, contrary to popular belief, I'm really not a people person. You're not. At all. So it's like... It's so funny because I'm much more of a people yeah, person. Yeah, for sure. And it's just like, everything that people do is weird to me. Yeah. I think everything is weird. And I said I'm going to stop doing that in the new year. Stop thinking everything is weird and stop being so like, I don't want to use the word judgy, but shit just be so fucking well, weird. Well, I don't think you're judgy. I wouldn't yeah, never use judgy, that word to I describe I just be thinking me. like stuff is weird that people do. Like when people just like all of a sudden want to do things, I'd be like, why, why are you doing that? I'm not going to lie, bitch. You know, I'll be the same way, but that's why I feel like we don't have a lot of friends either. Hey. <laughs> we don't. I got a lot of friends. No, you don't. You have like, I can literally think of all your friends that you talk to on a consistent basis and it's about five people nothing including me oh. and your mama damn <laughs> that leave like three i hope you're not including my nephew and too. your sister <laughs> but i just feel like i don't know i'm a i'm the type of person like you know how people get like oh if you don't check on your friends every day are you really a good friend and i'm just not that friend like i don't have to talk to my friends every day I i'm like the to, same way i like to be by myself and be like oh y'all need to check y'all friends what is a friendship to y'all and i'm just like sometimes i just want to sit in my bedroom and watch movies and i don't feel like texting like does that make me a bad friend no i, I just don't feel like talking i feel like real mature friendships as you get older are the friendships where you understand that you don't have to talk to your friend every uh, day for y'all to still yes. be friends like life we it's it's life we all we get busy all we all be having a bunch on. of shit going on and i'm sorry but i ain't got time to talk to i, I just don't have the time to talk right. to you every single day right and i think a good thing about my friends too is like we all are going through things and it's like whenever my friends text me and they're like hey are you okay for me to like dump on you today because i got some shit going on i need mm-hmm. to talk about it. and i'm like yeah girl like go ahead talk to me like i feel like that's being a good friend it's like sometimes i'm not in the emotion i'm not in the emotional capacity to like hear what you have going on like Sometimes I have my own shit going on and I can't hear about what your grandma done cussed you out about today or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, I just can't listen to it right yeah. now. So I feel like it's, it's, friendships are definitely different now. And like yeah. people's definition of friendship is just kind of weird to me. I mean, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, sometimes people not talking to you every day is not 
because of you. Right. It has nothing they to do with you. They probably got some shit going on that they haven't even told you about, mm-hmm. that you don't even know about. You know what I mean? And they just not in the mood to talk. But if that's your real friend, like me and my friends have gone a week without talking. Right. Like I'm I have friends way. who live, who still live in Houston and stuff. And like, we don't talk every single day. Sometimes, like I said, we'll go a week without talking, but I'm not over here like, oh no, are they mad at me? Or is right, it beef? Right, do we right. got an issue? No. Perfect example. I have a friend. This was like one of my really, 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 really close friends. And like the past year, she was going through things and we fell off. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't no beef. We just lost contact, you know? And it's like, she randomly hit me up the other day and was just kind of like, basically kind of like getting on my ass. Mm-hmm. Like, you haven't been a good friend. Oh, yeah, you, you told me about And I'm yeah. just like, first of all, we haven't talked in months. It ain't no And beef. the irony of the whole message is that you ain't a good friend. Uh, well, see, I ain't say all that. I now. said it. You ain't got to say it. But my thing is, it's like... You know I'm your little pit bull. If I go... <laughs> if I'm, like, reaching out to somebody, I'm reaching out to you, and it's just like, we're not seeing eye to eye, sometimes people just grow apart. It ain't no beef. And then sometimes it's nothing to talk about. Like... I have just moved on with my life. I'm in a totally different chapter in my life than like we were friends, like close, close friends. I would say like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. It's been like a year and a half since we were really like tight like that. So it's like so much has happened in a year and a half. It ain't no beef. I'm just in a different chapter. So I think it's also weird that people carry that on them, like thinking like, oh, me and Lex not friends. We, me and Lex beefed up. And the whole time you over here don't know what's going on. whole time I'm just like, oh, we just... We cool. We, we cordial. We cordial. We just grew apart. I wouldn't necessarily say that's my friend, but you ain't my enemy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people will literally walk around like, Fuck Lex, fuck Drea. Yeah, we got beef. We beefed up, and they like, oh, what's the name said y'all beefed up? I'm like, who? Child, that shit be funny as fuck to me because I really be feeling like, yeah, people be having one sided beefs. Mm. <laughs> people really be having one sided beefs because I don't got beef with nobody. Like, it's nobody walking God's green earth that I have beef with. So nobody. if you think you got beef with me, you really beefing with yourself. I just found out I had beef this morning. I ain't even know. And I'm in it by association. <laughs> by, by association. <laughs> I ain't even know how but the thing, But the thing is, I don't give a fuck. Like, truly. Yeah, I mean, I don't either, though, because it's weird. Like, I've never... And my, my thing is people always like to play victim. Yes. yes That's my issue. Yes. People like to play victim to circumstances that they created all the time. And my thing is, you also have to look at people's track record as well. I'm not trying to be funny. I have friends, literally my longest friend. We've been friends for 22 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, Same. I have friends that I've been friends with for 10 years. Mm-hmm. I, everybody that I've been friends with, I can literally count on my hand the people that I've like fallen out with. I'm still cool with people that I went to preschool That's with. what I'm saying. So it's just <laughs> In like, elementary school. But if you're kind of a person, like I see you kind of switch up friend groups every year, yeah. every summer. You on a different girls trip. I ain't see the same girls on the girls trip last year like that'd be kind of like raising a little red flag bitch cause you the problem that's what I'm saying so it's like how many times are you gonna play victim especially with a bitch like me like you know me Drea do I yes (laughs) I'm not saying I'm the perfect friend but you know that I like to resolve conflict 
conflict. If there's an issue, I'm coming to your door. Like, I'm not, if me and Dre have an issue, I'm not going to be like, Tahir, let me tell you what Dre did. <laughs> right. Let me tell you before the bitch get on set. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I don't do that. Like, I feel like if me and you are having an issue, I'm going to bring it to you as soon as I feel weird energy, weird vibes. Mm-hmm. So if somebody falls out with me, it was because you really just was not trying to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And you was really just avoiding it. I just got to you the point You was avoiding where, me. You was avoiding me. So I just got to the point to where I'm like, fuck it. So now I'm like, fuck it. It ain't no beef, but we can just move on. But now you've created a beef in your head. Like, I don't like you. You, but then too, you don't do nothing. I don't do. Thank you. You don't. I'm not the kind of bitch. I don't sit on. The worst thing about Lex as a friend is that she just play. <laughs> all like, day. all day. All day. <laughs> like, all fucking day. Like, even when you mad, she'll still be playing. Bro, I play all day. Like, not being And funny. antagonize you and make it worse than me thinking it's funny. I, I do. I do play so all day. So, that's like the only. But other than that, like, you don't do. That's what I'm saying. I'm you not don't do nothing. Bitch. I'm not going to get on Twitter and subtweet you. I'm not going to be posting little Justin LaBoy posts. That, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not don't do that because if I feel like I have to go that far and I've called you a friend I'm gonna just pick up the phone and call you yeah I'm definitely not not you're I'm, definitely like when it comes to your friendships a communicator yes. and I feel like that definitely has made me grow as a communicator with my friendships because when we first became friends I definitely used to be the type of person where it's like okay. we ain't gotta talk no more bye <laughs> oh I know <laughs> yes and I feel like I was like that with a lot of people too mm-hmm. like I mean but I will say this when I really fuck with people and I care about you even though I did used to be that type of person I still would always end up talking back to the person again yeah. but it was certain friendships that were better left that way better left yeah no. better it was better it was best the best decision was for me to just be like okay bitch bye right right so getting back to but, the topic yeah. again cause we always talk about friendship I don't know we're supposed to be talking about accomplishments cause these hoes ain't loyal but these I will ain't. say getting back to the topic at hand be the person that has everybody is successful. Don't be like riding somebody else's coattails. Like that's dead. We're gonna leave that in 2021. The dick riding, we leave we leaving that in the past. We should have left it in 1970. All right. If Damn. We being honest. 1970? 1870. I, I know niggas was riding George Washington <laughs> dick, huh? That's what you said. They probably was. Yeah, my homie, my homie just ran for president. They the probably was. One. They was trying to the first one. They was probably trying to be in the peak on the dollar bill. <laughs> Yeah, they pulled out a dollar bill. <laughs> this is my dog right here. I was standing on the side of him. I was right on the side of him. You just couldn't see me. If you look close, you could see my pinky. Hey, niggas will claim anything, bro. Girl, any That's fucking crazy. thing. But yes, like, definitely leave that shit in the past. Yes, you know what I mean? But you, right. but I feel like, too, it's up to the people who are the, uh, the people who have accomplished a lot and within their friendships. It's also up to you to, like, dead that shit. Right, Because I true. feel like a lot of people allow their friends to use them yeah. when they get on and they, and they become like popular just off of the and then some people are just big on loyalty like mm. of course I mean and I feel like we're big on loyalty but I'm not about to let you use me though right. just because we've been friends for a long time I'm not about to let you use me up and I know that you're doing it just because of loyalty mm-hmm. you gotta let them people know like bitch nah this not what we doing right yeah. you need to you, get on your shit and I feel like we're good at that holding each other accountable my friends I know we always hold each other mm-hmm. accountable like all my friends are like working on stuff like I just don't have that issue in my group of Me friends neither. you know what I'm saying yeah but I see a lot of that I see a lot of that shit going on yeah for sure what's up y'all it's your girl XP and it's your girl Dre and Nicole and we are here to tell y'all about honey love I feel like a lot of times women no matter what your age size 
we've always been scared of shapewear because we feel like it's only for like people who are out of shape or bad shape but honestly shapewear is for everyone i mean the older i get i just love shapewear because i feel like it just makes everything look so smooth and flawless mm-hmm. sometimes it's not even necessarily to like change your shape but right like I said, just to make things look more you know right smooth. And the good thing about Honey Love is they have constructed their garments with Signature X. So it targets and sculpts your midsection without like, you know, you know how sometimes you wear stuff and it like squeezes your butt in, it squeezes your hips mm-hmm. in, and it just squeezes everything in so you lose your shape. Well, Honey Love has a formula that works that just, you know, accentuates the waist and makes them hips sit, that booty sit. Everything just be sitting, hun. Yes, and it's been featured in the New York Times on Good Morning America and on top of that they have thousands of five star reviews so you know it works yes so make sure you go to honeylove.com and get 20% off and use code poorminds that's p-o-u-r-m-i-n-d-s and you'll get an additional 10% off of your entire order Mm -hmm. honeylove.com code poorminds y'all you get 20% off of a second item and 10% off the whole order it's a it's a steal it is so like I said if you are scared of shapewear don't be scared no more honey love got you just try it out alright I'm gonna let you bring in the next topic why you let me bring it because in because you're the one that really put me on game about this okay about how much of a big of a difference these things are and how you really need to learn how to spot that shit now we're not doing the like Webster's definition of these words y'all gonna be like they gonna make, they mean the same thing Drea, Lex, golly I thought y'all graduated <laughs> no we know they kind of basically mean the same thing but we talking about like the 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 hood definition of it you yeah. know so go ahead go ahead girl so for the next topic we wanted to talk about envy versus jealousy mm-hmm. um cause I feel like and I told you this before I feel like jealousy is a normal human emotion right anybody that say that they haven't ever been jealous before of something you're lying right. you know what I mean because it's a normal human emotion that I feel like we're all capable of mm-hmm. but envy is a completely different thing like envy is like Envy will make you hate somebody. Right. Like, I feel like sometimes when people be jealous of other people, like, you might be jealous because you like, damn, like, I've been working on this for a long time. I've been doing the same thing as this person. Mm-hmm. How they end up getting the opportunity or I wish that I had that. Right. To me, that's jealousy. Right. But envy is like motherfuckers who be killing their friends and shit. <laughs> damn. I thought you were going to say fighting. Nah. You straight to the murder. I mean, for real, people do be out here murdering their partners and fucking, and, or, or people who fuck like they friend man or fuck they homeboy girlfriend and shit like that you know what I mean to me those are people that are envious because you don't let that shit fester into some shit that's making you do some wild stuff right wild wild stuff and this is also some wild disloyal shit this is what I'll say about jealousy too cause I have been jealous before I think everybody has been jealous before but in my jealousy I was still able to congratulate people and Mm -hmm. tell them good job and say you know what I'm proud of you because even though I was feeling a little jealous it was still motivating you know what I'm saying like you can still be jealous of somebody a little bit but you don't be like damn you know what that's gonna be me in a year well that's that's what I was about to say too yeah jealous it depends on how you deal with the emotion too you know what I mean because for some people it is motivating it be like damn like if this person doing it I could do the same shit like when Beyonce got that Grammy, I said, I know, I know mine coming. I know it's coming. It was jealousy. I still got on Twitter and I said, good job. But I knew my, I knew my time is still going to come. 
That was just an example. Mm-hmm. But envy. But this is also <laughs> when y'all need to check y'all self. Y'all have to check y'all self when y'all feeling this. This is the difference. When you're envious of somebody, it's because you see somebody doing something, somebody that's close to you, and you don't pat them on the back or say good job. Because I had an instance that's like, I was actually very shocked that somebody didn't say, you know, good job on your live show or I'm proud of you. And it was just really fucking crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? So... Envy usually come from the people around you, though. Yes. And that shit is crazy. So if you ever find yourself not telling somebody close to you, congratulations or good job because you kind of feel some type of way, bitch, you're not jealous. You're envious and you need to check yourself. Like, that's a na- that's that a nasty... That's personal. It is. <laughs> and it's very, it's very Whoever nasty. Whoever the fuck she talking to. very rude. <laughs> so, uh, you missed this train ride, boo. Enjoy the projects. Lee! <gasps> because how dare you? <laughs> all my life I had to fight. But that's the thing that's crazy. I will say that. Wait, what you was about to say? Because whenever I had three, I mean, I still got $3. No, you don't. But no, it's crazy because everybody was like, man, Lex, you so funny. Man, I know you gonna, I, I know, know you, you gonna, gonna make do this. It. I know you gonna, but it's like, when I actually started doing this shit, they like, man, she really ain't that funny, bro. Her <laughs> titties really not that big. <laughs> I mean, she alright. Yeah, I mean, like, it's like, I don't know. I mean, people are definitely very weird. You know weird. what I mean? I, to me, envy is just a, a strange emotion because you shouldn't. I just feel like it's no reason to ever be envious of anybody because literally we all like everybody is capable of doing great things. Mm-hmm. Honestly, uh, here you go with the Diddy quotes. Everybody got the same twenty four hours in a day. <laughs> well, I wasn't about to say that, but true. <laughs> Shout out to Diddy. That is very true. Like everybody had the same twenty four hours. It's nothing that one person has accomplished that you can't accomplish. I mean, certain things. Like, for example, you thinking you gonna get a Grammy. No. <laughs> That's not about to happen. How do you know? Because <laughs> you can't sing. I, I can rap. Not, not enough to get a Grammy. So I can do, you Maybe know. you could get a Soul Train Music Award. <laughs> <laughs> I think, or a BET Award. Don't do that. <laughs> a BET Award is very prestigious. I'm saying it is. It is. I I'm serious. I feel like you could probably get like a little BET award. Like no. if you sung a hook on a song, you could get a BET award for the hook. But no, when I get my Grammy, I don't know don't be about look, a Grammy though. Don't be looking for a thank you when I get on that. Y'all see this? This is envy. <laughs> this is envy. Spot it. Know it. Learn it. Okay? I'm just saying, like I was saying though, but yeah, certain things, of course, like if, if somebody can't sing and you're trying to be Beyonce, well, <laughs> well then nine times out of ten, that's not going to happen. That's not possible. But you're still capable of doing great things and I think that's the issue. You know what I mean? Instead of people focusing their energy on themselves and trying to make things happen for themselves, they just choose to be jealous of other people. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know I, what I mean? Or we're not jealous, envious. Envious. And that's an ugly, ugly feeling. Like, I can honestly say I have never been envious of anybody. Yeah, me either. I just, I cannot allow myself because it's so nasty. Like, especially if it's, it's somebody, a very strong emotion. It's a very strong feeling. Like, like so, it's like, damn, you dislike that person that much? I can never look at you do, do something 
and be like, bitch, I'm not telling her congratulations. Like, I'm not. Yeah. Now, it's different if it's like, I'm like mad at you. I'm not fucking with you. Like, remember when we wasn't fucking with each other and I wasn't liking your pictures? <laughs> Dre called me like, why you ain't liking my pictures? <laughs> like, what? I did... usually get 13000 It's so funny and because. twelve ninety nine. It's like, what's so up? funny because me and Lex are so petty. <laughs> like, if y'all knew how petty we, we be when we be mad at each other, I remember when we was like having our little problems or whatever. You used to always be like, yeah, I be knowing when you don't fuck with me because you don't be watching my story. Uh, yeah, because you be the first one. I see that little bathing suit picture. <laughs> when I don't see that bathing suit picture in my views, I say, what this whole and I'm all, now? And I'm always one of the first people to watch your shit. Always. So you would always be like, I know when Drea mad at me because you would literally, because one thing about me, when I'm mad at people, I don't give a fuck what you doing. <laughs> I really don't. Like, you, I don't you care. You're looking from your burner. Don't lie. Girl, why are you telling them about my burner? Oh, my God damn, girl. We be having good conversations <laughs> on our burner. We do. And it's so funny because Lex burner page, she actually got like a picture right there and she be pretending like he's a nigga. Come on, So now, she, no. probably, she probably done been watching y'all stories. Y'all don't even know. <laughs> No, it's somebody. My shit just look like a fake page. It do, it do look like a fake page. But I'll be like, because I had to add somebody on there one time and I actually like sent a request. So I had to make it look like I was active. Mm-hmm. What you, who you had to add? They accepted you? Mm-hmm. I'll be all in her tea too. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to y'all. I, I had this conversation with a uh, rapper bay the other day. Mm-hmm. I said, it doesn't matter. Like, if a nigga fuck with a girl mm-hmm. and you find out, like, a nigga that you was fucking with fuck with a girl, it don't matter if he stopped fucking with that girl. You have gained a stalker for life. Like, I'm not saying I stalk the girl, but, like, when I get on my little burner and I see her little circle, I go look at it. I will say this. I think that everybody, like you said, if you have dealt with a dude or you was in a relationship with a dude and you and another girl know about each other, yes. I absolutely think everybody still occasionally go you look. You go occasionally go look. It's the other person page. Even yeah. if they don't deal with each other anymore, like, you gonna go take a little peek. Like, that's why people say, like, if you ever mess with somebody nigga or something like that, you have gained a stalker for Child. life. I got a stalker right now. You have a few, actually. I have a few, but I have one that's like real active yeah, with me right she now. She, she, she probably outside right now. <laughs> that whole part like, yeah. She bitch. real active with the stalking. She, and that shit is crazy, Loki, though. She kind of good at it, though. I'll be having to give her her props. No, she's definitely good at it because what she put together <laughs> this last time, I was like, how the fuck she even figured that shit she out? She's a beast with it. Inspector Gadget could never. <laughs> He ain't got shit on this bitch. For real. Bitch, you are stupid. But no, back to... Back to the topic, though. Back to the topic. So, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like you have definitely had, like, a crazy few years. I have. And you know what's crazy? I think it's so... As far as people that you were uh, cool with being very, like, envious of you growing and the success. And you know what's crazy for me is because... Everybody that's around me and knows me, like, I have my moments. I'm not perfect. I'm mm-hmm. not always happy. But 85% of the time, I'm in a good mood. I'm exuding positive energy. I'm giving positive energy, even if when I don't want to. Like, But you clap for your friends, I too. I clap for everyone. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what, especially black women. So it's crazy when it's not reciprocated. It's so crazy to me because, honestly, like I said, I'm not a perfect person, but I have never done anything to any of the people that didn't clap for me except clap for them and love them and show them support. So it just be like, it's weird, but it's like, you know... 
It is what it but is. But that's the thing, though. That's why it's like, that's not your problem. You yeah. know what I mean? Because on your end, and that's how I feel like with a lot of um, friendships that I no longer have, people that I'm no longer cool with, I sleep well at night because Ooh. I know I did well by you. Like, yeah. I did good by you. We're say- not friends no more because you was on some weird shit. You know what I mean? We had to stop being friends because you were weird. Because I had, a, I definitely had a friend who was very envious of me at one point. I told you even before y'all started being friends, yeah. I said, watch what happened. Yeah. But I ha- you just got to let people see for themselves. And everything that I said came it into fruition. fruition. I know that's right. I know that's right, bitch. You better say that <laughs> shit right today because you definitely used to say fruition. <laughs> and partition. <laughs> I used to say all the issues. But I'm lurking, okay? All but right. yeah, I mean, it's definitely unfortunate. It you know is. what I mean? But you just have to, like you said, be able to spot it and cut those people off because if you don't, that's dangerous. It really is. It's really dangerous having somebody around you I mean, that's I'm not to be, But like you said, a lot of those, um, like when you watch like True ID and all those stories, like a lot of them be like people that be mad and jealous. But you know why? Because I feel like people that are envious of you, they're envious because they know you on a more personal level. Mm-hmm. I feel like somebody that don't know you is not really capable of being envious of right. you because they don't really know you. That's why it's more so of a jealousy thing. Like if somebody was to come and look at your Instagram, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And they like, oh, Lex always traveling. Lex always doing this. That's jealousy but they can't really be, <laughs> they can't know. really be envious because they don't really know you right. at your core. Right. You know what I mean? I feel like people that are envious of you, they know you and they're jealous of a lot of things. They might be jealous of your success but they might just also be jealous of you as a person for things that you can't control like the fa- like how people fuck with you. Right. Somebody tweeted that the other day it was like sometimes people hate you because of how much people love yes. you. Yes. Or because you have things about you that they wish that they had like you're so fucking funny. A person might be <laughs> you are so stupid. <laughs> a person might be envious of you just because of how you just organically can make people laugh right. without trying and they wish that they could do that. You know what I mean? I mean and then if you watch like I'm a true crime person like I love the true crime shows and if you watch those things every time somebody gets murdered the first thing they do is look at people that are close to mm-hmm. them every time and that's why I said it's very important that you get those people out of your life that you feel are envious like I said it's a difference between somebody being envious and somebody being jealous like I have been jealous of people but I'm still gonna clap for you but I'm still gonna be working on bettering myself but to be like envious like oh I'm not saying nothing to this bitch and you use that for motivation I feel like we both did mm-hmm. like it was shit that I wanted and shit that I wanted to do and I would look at other people and be like damn I can't wait till I could do that right. and it was a little bit of you know I'm inside I'm like damn I wish that I was doing this shit right, right now right. but it just made me want to go harder so right. that I could get those things and become mm-hmm. that person that I wanted to be you know because life is not I think that's the problem too people always looking at shit like it's a competition and I think that makes people jealous and envious too right because everybody's life is different like some people aren't meant to pop off to their 40s some people gonna pop off when they 20 it's like I just said that to my friend the other day because she was telling me how her cousin he been like kind of depressed and stuff lately mm-hmm. because he just feel like he not doing enough but mind you he's like 24 25 right. and I'm just like I think that that's because he wants so much out of life but at the same time you have to understand of course nobody wants to be 30 I mean well, 35 40 before they reach their first M but mm. realistically that's what happens some people don't be 50 until they fucking touch an M some right. people never touch an M I'm just being honest. So, it's like you just can't be hard on yourself. You got to just live your life. I agree. 
Yeah, I think that's what be stressing people out, child. So now we gonna get into the bed. The bed. Bow. The bow. I'm crying because that episode that we just did with Mona, mm-hmm. where she was saying, so I hear me back there bobbing his head. <laughs> and he really was. Like when we were singing, he was back there Just like this. <laughs> you would have thought it was the flavor in your ear. <laughs> he was back there bobbing. I am dead. Okay, so go ahead, sister girl. Okay, so for this topic, I really wanted, I mean, for this segment, I really wanted to talk about your body rejecting your partner. Mm-hmm. That's a real thing. It is. It's happened to me. Mm-hmm. It actually has happened <laughs> well, to me. Well, it wasn't my well. partner. I mean, it depends on what your I definition I mean, your partner is somebody you're fucking, because I think a lot of times... I think your partner is the person you in a relationship with. Well, if I don't care. If it's somebody <laughs> I'm fucking, I got like five partners. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Somebody that you've had that you're constantly having sex with is what we'll say. Then. Okay, yeah. Um, but I feel like a lot of times people will be having sex and it's good sex. We're always having great sex, good sex. And then like all of a sudden, one day you try to have sex with your girl and she not wet and you feel like, okay, what's that going happened on? to me recently and that's how I knew I didn't like that nigga no more. Yeah, like your body can really reject <laughs> I somebody. I was like, you know what? And it's like, I felt it in my soul. Mm. I felt it in my spirit that I didn't like him no more. But then when we was about to fuck and I was not horny that's and what, I wasn't wet, your soul bone I said, connected yeah, to the pussy bone. Your soul bone connected to your coochie bone. Yes, it is. It is. The anatomy, I'm telling y'all. <laughs> I think that a lot of times men don't pay attention to their women's bodies enough. You think that's what it is? I just think sometimes you be off people. Like, for me, that's what it was. I was just off that nigga. But the signs were there before y'all even got into the bed. The way that y'all have been, like, interacting with each other. Mm. So he should have known laying down in the bed with you and probably the energy wasn't going to be there. I'm sorry, but if we haven't really been talking, conversation's been short, the energy hasn't been there, why do you think we can just get into the bed and you're going to have this amazing pussy waiting on you? Then even when he was, like, kissing on me and stuff, I was like this. You just be like, I'm yeah, you just be off of it. Yeah, I was just off it. Like, your body can really, truly... But I think that is for men as well. We're just talking from a woman's point of view also but i feel like that can happen to men too like you know you You don't get hard yeah you don't get hard or you be fucking and it just the energy is off the energy be off yeah i mean that definitely happened to me in throwback day one time really like we was just fucking and dick was limp pussy was dry we were just like what are we doing (laughs) we were just looking at each other like yeah i'm gonna go ahead I'm, I'm a deal. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and go. You know, sometimes it just happens, but I feel like we need to listen to our bodies because we're getting older. Sex is just so much more than physical. Mm-hmm. Y'all should know that by now. Like, yeah. so just trying to physically just with somebody that's not, it's not gonna work. Like, yeah. like, so we have to pay attention to our bodies and listen to our partners for sure for sure because i feel like there's no reason y'all just, should even been in that situation i just feel like yeah when that happens the, it's it's done yeah you can't i mean well no you can't yeah, say I think so. no, we def- well you would know yeah. i knew i know what you was about to say <laughs> we definitely fixed it <laughs> the problem the soul bone connected to the pussy bone again it definitely reconnected now so it don't be done, done. yeah but it's also if y'all are both willing to work on it as well. Because then you say, like, the conversation afterwards, y'all still was I like... Mean, 
honestly, the issue is honestly, honestly <laughs> the issue is I just don't like men that are combative, mm-hmm. and I feel like he's very combative, mm-hmm. and so it just turns over time. It has turned me off. It wasn't like that in the beginning, right. but I feel like now it's always like a power struggle. Like every time you say something, he's like, well, "No, yeah, it's like a power struggle," and I just don't like situations like that. Like I like men that allow me to be feminine mm-hmm. and allow me to be soft and be nice and be cool like I don't want to have to argue with you all the time but with him it just seemed like it's always an argument Mm -hmm. about the most frivolous things so let me write that down (laughs) frivolous start with an L yes start with an L (laughs) but yes um he just be tripping about the most frivolous like small things and I just don't be having time for it mm-hmm. and so I feel like it transfers over to the sex life it now does. Yeah. it's an energy thing yeah. like to me now sex is all about mm-hmm. energy like if my coochie is dry it's not just because like we know how the body works. Like, if you touch a girl's vagina or insert something, it's naturally going to get wet. But if, like, if we're having sex and I'm, like, dry and I'm not feeling it, it's just, it's so much more And than I that. know that's how I be knowing I don't like him because I ain't gonna lie. It don't take a lot. A nigga can blow on me and I be wet. Let me talk this way. <laughs> For my breath, reach over there and you get the rubbing on me. Mm-mm. But no, seriously. You serious, are horny. It really don't, though. If I like you, you not like that. Like, if I really like somebody, it really don't take much to get me you around. Nasty. I'm being serious. No, I get it. I mean... Uh, like, I feel like when I... If I... Because, I mean, and we've talked about this before on the show. I only have sex with men that I really like. Mm. So, if I really like you, it doesn't take much. Right. You know I what mean, I mean? I agree with that. Especially, like, if you haven't seen each other in a yeah. while. Yeah. Like, you've been waiting on it. It's like, yeah, I, I do get that. Yeah, it's like it really don't take much. So, it's like the fact that I just wasn't feeling it. I'm like, yeah, I don't really like this nigga that I'm with. But then he called me today. He was being so nice. I feel like niggas be knowing when they about to lose their bitch. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> having bad sex. Niggas be knowing. Yeah, they be knowing. They can feel it. Like, they always try to like, oh shit, let me, mm-hmm. they be trying to fix it. Especially, the bad sex really is like the last straw for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like, when you have bad sex with somebody, you kind of like, want to, y'all, evo- y'all avoid each other. It's always like like that first couple days, y'all don't talk, y'all don't say nothing to each other. And it's because it's like, what was that? What do we like? What is the next conversation? Yeah, it's like, like, it's like what do we what talk about? What the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? And, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's how I step on niggas. <laughs> but no, um, I just, I don't know. It wasn't bad. Don't get me wrong. Like, the sex was not bad. It just took a little more effort than, yeah, than, usual. than usual. Yeah, because I just feel like I just mentally. You weren't there. I wasn't there. So that's why I say we have to listen to our partners outside of the bedroom to make the experience in the bedroom mm-hmm. as good as it can be. Because, like I said, makeup sex only works if, like, y'all really, really low key not that mad. And then y'all get. Really? Up- I feel like I feel ma- like I've had some of the best makeup sex when we was like mad as fuck. Yeah, y'all mad, but y'all have made up. Like I and threw agreed. A, I threw a wine glass at a nigga head one time, and right. the sex after that was fire. Right, but before y'all had sex, y'all kind of made up a little bit to get to the point of having sex. Like y'all wasn't just mid argument like in the movies, and he was just like. Come here, girl. Oh. <laughs> that was a little violent. I seen him in your eyes. You meant that. You had a, that's how you they, had a flashback. That's how they be in the movies. They be like... <laughs> Hold on, bitch. And start you know my shoulder hurt? I'm, I'm sorry. Damn. You being rough. I'm sorry, friend. <laughs> but that is how they be in the movies.
movies. You know that's how they be. They be. They do. <sighs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I love you, girl. Right. <laughs> That's really how it fucking be. But yeah, that's never happened to me in real life. That's how you know movies be kept. <laughs> movies be what fucking kept, bro? bro. Wait. You're sick of the head. Movies be kept, bro. Like, there even goes. how people be coming in the house, like, they'll just come in the house and then drop all their shit and then just jump all over each other and start taking their clothes off and be kissing and walking together to the bedroom and then fall on the bed. Or like the shit. airport scenes when they're, like, about to get on the flight and they're like, I'm here. Or, like, they be on one side of the airport and the other person be over there and they be like... They look and they sh- drop their shit and then start running to each other. That shit do not happen in real life. And then TSA be like, go ahead. <laughs> Y'all know TSA ain't letting you through shit. They damn sure Go not. get your girl. <laughs> Y'all be capping. Girl, movies is so fucking funny, but yes, bro. So, I yes, just, listen to your body. Okay, yeah. so we gonna, do you want to you wanna wait for this one? Because I didn't get to watch it because I was sick. <laughs> um, We could do the other one if you want to. It's up to you. We could do the other one. Okay, so we're going to break down. What's it? What was it? The Unforgivable? Yeah. So Sandra Bullock just came out with a movie called The Unforgivable. I liked it. Dre didn't care for it too, too much. I mean, it's not that I didn't care for it. I was just waiting on the climax. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had a climax. And I feel like it, it, it wasn't exciting to me. I guess I thought it was going to be more of an action movie oh, from okay. the description. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be way more action in it, and mm-hmm. it wasn't. It was like a drama. It was a drama mm-hmm. movie. But... I don't know. It's just so the movie, even the way it ended was weird. I like the ending though because I was like, "What? What? What?" Like that threw me for a loop because okay. I'm just, I just, I like to watch movies and not try to figure them out. Because the person I watched it with definitely figured it out, but I was just like, "No, that's not gonna happen." Mm-hmm. But they ended up being figured out anyway. Okay, so the movie starts with a woman mm-hmm. and like she's in a house with a little girl and like. The police are outside. They're telling her to come outside. And she's like, if y'all walk in this house, I'm going to shoot y'all. Y'all are trespassing. We not leaving. We not going. Gunshot happens. And then this, it goes to the next scene. And she ends up in jail. She ends up in jail. She serves her. 20 years in jail. And so, like, she's getting out mm-hmm. at the beginning of the movie and, like, trying to adjust to being back, you know, in society. And they put her in a halfway house. They put her in a halfway which house. Which is just like jail. Halfway houses are trash. You can just leave. <laughs> but you got a curfew right. cause she was in that hole fighting for her life she not, only one time but, not, and not for her life she beat that hoe up beat a bitch up she did yep. she was trying to eat her crackers <laughs> she whooped that whole ass with some wrists bitch bitch I don't even think them was wrists them was the uh, saltines yeah she beat her ass with them saltines so anyways like she's in the halfway house Um, she's working like construction type jobs mm-hmm. and she works at, at like a fish market yeah like she has a little job like she's just trying to like get back in society but during this time we found out that the little girl that was in the house with her was her, her little, little sister was her little sister and so. their dad had passed away so mm-hmm. she was raising the little sister mm-hmm. by herself right so she's trying to get her at least not get her sister back because at this point the little girl is grown up she's an adult and the reason why the police were there is because they were about to evict them from the house because I guess you know she hadn't been paying the rent mm-hmm. so. they were there to evict them so she's just been trying to like meet up with her sister and just like let her know that she's here that she's been right her she wrote her letters she wasn't getting them and the sister got adopted by a family mm-hmm. that already had a daughter too right so the sister is adopted so they got their little family mind you the cop now she killed a cop so they call her a cop killer. yeah she did she the cop well, that, the cop that walked in the house got shot yes and his sons are like kind of after her too they're mm-hmm. like she's out she's free she gets to live her life what the fuck is that you know what i'm saying yeah 
So, Sandra Bullock's character, I don't know why, decides to go to the house where everything happened at. So, she meets the people that live in the house. He's like a lawyer. and they I have think she family. a lawyer, too. She was a lawyer? Was she a teacher or something? Anyway, she know. was Lola. Mm-hmm. Y'all know I love me some yeah. Lola, baby. She was acting her ass off. And I wish her role, like, I wish she had more A bigger role. Yeah. In the movie. It, was, she, it was like a small yeah. role. But she did, she did what needed to be she done. She did. So, basically, the lawyer that lives in the house uh, ends up trying to help her. So he tries to help her meet up with the daughter. So he reaches out with the family. They were like, okay, well, we'll meet up with her, not with the daughter, just us. Mm-hmm. They have a meeting. Shit go to the left. Baby, she starts spazzing on the motherfucking people. But I would have started spazzing on them too because comes to find out, they never gave the, the girl any of the letters that she had been writing her for 20 years. But would you really give your daughter letters that when her sister killed a cop? To your knowledge, like she killed the cop. Would you want you want your daughter to kind of like grow up with a normal life and we adopted her a closed adoption? I mean, yeah, I would want my child to grow up with a normal life, but at the end of the day, I would let her know about her sister. I don't know if I would necessarily give her the letters, mm. but I would let her know like, yeah, you have a sister. She was like, "Tell her about me, bitch." Yeah. Sandra Bullock got hood with it. She did. I said, "Hold on, Sandra." She did. She started spazzing <laughs> on them people. I was scared for a minute. I said, "Bitch, she about to kill you." You know? Because she, she is a killer. The way I seen her fight for them crackers, I said, <laughs> yo, that cracker was about to get whooped. Right. The other cracker. So but anyways, yeah. they ended up having a full-fledged fight. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they was just arguing. They not was arguing. Fight. They was arguing. So fast forward, their other daughter ends up finding, finding the, the letters. letters because she was listening to the conver- to a conversation that they were having right. about the girl. And so she ends up finding the letters. And then when she finds the letters, I guess she decides she wants to reach out mm-hmm. to the sister, like mm-hmm. to Sandra Bullock or whatever. So she reaches out to her. They end up meeting at a park or some shit. Right. And mind you, the two niggas who... The sons. The sons of the, the, sons of the cop that she killed, they done devised this whole plan that they gonna kill the little sister. Right. So since the girl came and met with her at the park the dude was following them and he assumed that she was the little sister mm-hmm, got real so now nah, she done fucking got kidnapped right so look the girl gets kidnapped not the right girl they kidnapped the, the wrong sister girl. so she ends up meeting with the guy's house that um the, the lawyer's wife yes oh and that shit was intense it was auntie was acting she was mad. one thing about aunt viola she be acting she was like get off my lawn <laughs> get off you have some motherfucking nerve. She did. Coming here. I love her. Home. I love her too, baby. It be the eyes. It's, it's, so, it's, just, it's so intense. It was very intense. Like That's how you act. And y'all, mind you, the whole movie, Sandra Bullock is like a tough. She been in prison. Even Sandra was like holding her things. Like, she was clutching. I, I just want to talk. I just want to talk. And like, she was scared. I said, yeah. bitch, I'm scared. Because that wasn't a cracker. Yeah. You ain't going to beat that cracker. <laughs> that ain't no cracker. So they basically get in the car. They're supposed to um go to meet the little sister. Because the real little sister had a piano concert Mm -hmm. so she was like okay i'll bring you up there to meet with her no problem but she ends up getting a phone call from the dude now we're skipping a part that doesn't really matter what remember when they caught him sleeping with his wife and all that stuff oh well yeah but then also too, tell them what happened like why all of a sudden she had the change of heart and she wanted to like take her to go meet her because she realized she wasn't the one who killed the cop it was wait so but we have to say they was in the front yard arguing yeah and then she was like you don't know the truth. Yeah. You don't know the truth. And like Viola was looking in her eyes. And like, she could tell. And she could tell. So she told her the truth. Her and the little girl 
was in the house. The cops was like, we coming in, we coming in. The little girl took the shotgun and, and when the cop walked the in, it was the little girl that killed the cop. Mm-hmm. But the big sister... And she was five. She was five. So you the murderer. But she, a sh- but she was a shooter, she though. She was a shooter. That shit crazy. <laughs> whole lot of shooters you don't want no problems you don't want no problems but the sister being a good sister was like I'll take the blame cause my sister wasn't gonna do that she was like oh get her little ass she did the shit but I mean at five years old was you really gonna go to jail that's what I said I would've just that's told what- on her <laughs> they gonna do nothing but be like oh watch some Sesame Street no, let's talk about no, the problem no lie I don't know. I don't know if I would have just took that bead for her. Because at, no five, Cause at five years old, are you... Was they real? They can't send her to jail. She can't even go to juvie. Girl, at five, it's like, and even if you do go, you ain't gonna remember this shit. You don't start remembering shit till you like eight. She could have yeah, did something. I don't know if I would have. I don't know if I would have did that for my little sis. I was. De- I, my sister would have definitely not done that for me. Her, would you do it if you had a little sister? Right here. Hell no. <laughs> I'm not going to jail for, for nobody. nobody. That's me, bitch. I ain't going to jail for nobody. Not even nobody, myself. Man, fuck that. So, anyways, Viola finds out that uh, Viola's character finds out that um, she didn't kill the cops, so she agrees to take her to meet the little girl, so she can like you know just start developing a relationship. Mm-hmm. She gets a call from the cop's son like oh yeah I got your little sister I'm gonna kill her you need to come meet me over here blah 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 so she, she pull goes, up she pull up and she's like lady's like what are you doing Viola's like what are you doing like what's going on mm-hmm. and she's like they have her they have her so she walks in and realizes they have the wrong girl but of Viola course, done called the cops Viola done called the police and of course she realizes being like that's not my little sister, but I'm still going to say it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I would have been like, girl, bye. I'm like, oh, shit, I don't know her. <laughs> you on your own, bitch. You on your own, bitch. See, this is why I can't be in no movie. Me neither. Me I'm, neither. Or, or let alone be in these type of situations in real life. Because I'm going to be like, that ain't my little sis. I don't know that bitch. Bye, girl. I'm like, hold on. Lift down your thing. <laughs> oh, no, that ain't her. <laughs> that ain't her. That ain't her. So... Long story short, the cops end up coming. They save her, and everybody lives happily ever after. But and at the oh, and so throughout the movie, the little sister she didn't remember anything. I guess because the situation was so dramatic. Yeah, well, no. I mean traumatic. Yeah, but remember when she shot the shotgun and hit her in the head, and she knocked herself out. Oh, so you think it was like? Nah, bitch, you five got a shotgun. Yeah. And she knocked out. She- Bitch, so it probably affected her memory. Yeah. yeah, so she didn't remember anything about her big sister. She just will always have like a flashbacks of like a woman holding her. Yeah, she really couldn't remember. But then at the end of the movie, when she was at her recital, it ended up all coming back to her, and then she remembered her sister. What well, her sister looked like, everything. So at the end, they ended up pulling up, and you know they was hugging and embracing each other dramatically. And everybody, and then that was the end. The credits credit start rolling. It was a good movie to me because I, I thought said, somebody was gonna get popped. I wanted to see somebody get popped. <laughs> now, see, you need to calm I down. I thought she was gonna pop that nigga. You like to see a little death. I, you know, and what? I like to see a little death. I, I like do. action. I like a little death. I feel like they could at least could have killed the other girl. I feel like they could should have killed the brothers. Somebody, had somebody to die. needed to die. Somebody should have got murked. Somebody needed to die. <laughs> but yes, I like so- movies where I know what's gonna happen. Remember, Romeo must die. <gasps> now, see, it told you. You knew somebody was gonna die, bitch. And I was like, let me watch this shit. I know somebody about to get popped. I'm fucking dead. Because it tell you in the caption. It do, it do. In the title. (laughs) Die. Murder. Death. Romeo, gonna die. (laughs) 
<laughs> so yes, that's the movie on Netflix. The uh, Unforgivable with Sandra Bullock, Viola Davis. It was a little good. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Poor Minds listeners get ten percent off of their first month at BetterHelp.com backslash Poor Minds. What's up, y'all? It's your girl XP, and it's your girl Dre Nicole. And y'all know we're gonna tell y'all about BetterHelp and getting therapy to becoming a better person. Period. It's a new year, so y'all already know how we coming. Make sure that you sign up for BetterHelp.com. Lex and I have been talking to our counselors for over a year yes. now at this point, and it's helped us tremendously. And I feel like, honestly, um, with the new year, everybody always has new goals. So I feel mm-hmm. like therapy, honestly, your therapist is going to hold you accountable mm-hmm. and help you reach your goals, whatever you're trying to do, whatever you have going on in your life. They definitely going to help you you know, conquer your fears or whatever you have going on. Right. So one of the great things about BetterHelp is that you can start communicating in under 48 hours Mm -hmm. and financial aid is also available. And we actually have a patient review. It says, I feel so comfortable talking to LaShawn every session. I am so glad that she is my therapist. Easy to talk to and gives great homework to do outside of our sessions. This review was written by a BetterHelp user with issues concerning self-esteem, relationship issues, and family conflicts. So make sure you go to betterhelp.com slash poor minds. That's P-O-U-R-M-I-N-D-S. And make sure you join the over 1 million people who have used BetterHelp. And, you know, get 10% off your first month, too. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to get into the box. Maybe I need for these people to start cutting us the check. For somebody need somebody need to write a check. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's coming out. Cause one thing about us, we be manifesting <laughs> shit and that shit be happening. <laughs> Amen. Okay, so my bop of the week this week, y'all know I love Lucky Day. I have been a Lucky Day fan from the beginning. I had randomly saw Lucky Day perform like two or three years ago at a pool party. So random. So that just lets you let's you know how far he's come mm-hmm. in like three years span. So he has a song that he uh, dropped called Candy Drip and it is just so mm-hmm. fire. Um, y'all know, I mean the song, the title is self-explanatory. I, I know what it's about. Candy Drip. Okay, so uh, yeah, that's my bop of the week, Lucky Day, Candy Drip. He just, he don't miss for me. I like Lucky Day. Yeah. Like, I, like I was telling you earlier, I feel like I'm late to the party. But yeah. I fuck with it. He has a very smooth voice. He does. A very distinctive voice. So yeah. He that's does. my bop of the week. Mm-hmm. So okay. My bop of the week this week is B I don't know how to say this. Is it Boudoir? Boudoir. <laughs> that my Nigerian accent. Yes. Bitch, I don't know how to say that shit. <laughs> Well, it's a song by Burna Boy and Wizkid. Okay. Sometimes I be into my Naja beats. I know that's I right. I do. I really it's do. It's but yeah, go ahead. So. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. But, but that's what the Nigerians call themselves, though. Not the Naja. The Naja. Mm-hmm. But the song, the music is called Afro Beats. But it's all right. Okay. That's, okay. I guess we got to be politically correct. We don't. Afro Beats. We don't. Go ahead. So, yes. Yeah, like, I love this song. Mm. It's just a vibe. Like, ooh, it's just a vibe. so yes i love it i feel like when i listen to this song like i need to i don't know and that's how all afro beats music it makes me feel like i need to be on a beach somewhere Mm -hmm. just vibing with my niggas and drinking a pina colada yeah burner boy and Wizkid are like so fire like they're really untouchable right now so i love the fact that they did another song together love it i fuck with it yeah i love it too all right so now we're going to get into the pour your heart out segment of the show you know i know who reading the first question not me Mm. 
All right. If you want your question answered on the show, make sure you email us at askpoorminds at gmail.com. If you're a Patreon member, make sure you put in the subject that you're a Patreon member so you get to skip the line. Okay, so let's go. It says, hey, Lexandrea, I'm a Patreon member and I have been dealing with this guy on and off for two years, but the whole thing is kind of weird. It's been two years and we don't cuddle, kiss. We only hang out in the motel room. Our first time hanging out was at my aunt's party, but after that, we never went out publicly again. Whenever we do go to the telly, he pays for half of the room. He says he doesn't have a lot of money. And when I say I want to go out, he says he's a homebody. I'm an expiring actress and he's an aspiring rapper and entrepreneur. We talk about our goals to each other and how to make money, but not about his feelings. I just want something more from him. I'm trying to, I'm trying my best to be patient and not to force anything, but I need reciprocation. How should I go about this situation? I want him to hold me when we lay down, be more affectionate at least. I'm a his whole body with oil I eat his ass I make him nut but he doesn't open up to me his friend got married the other day why wasn't I his date I told him I'd like to be around him more even if it's just walking his dog I'll bring mine and we can walk our dogs together smoke a blunt vibe but it's been weeks still no invite to the dog park still nothing I genuinely think there's some men who don't know how to be affectionate affectionate or intimate towards a woman am i making excuses for him or do i need to show him how to touch me or should i just throw away the whole thing he's made it clear he doesn't want a relationship idk if i don't want a relationship because he doesn't want one or if i'm truly chasing my career it's giving throwaway because at the end of the day what do you mean two years and y'all all y'all do is hang out in a motel room do he not got a house I was about to say do he thing. got a wife like what's going on why you ain't never been to this nigga house why are y'all hanging out and, and then on top of that he can't even get you a room at the motherfucking Westin he can't get you he taking you motel holiday he taking you to the motherfucking motel no 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 What's even worse is sis, you done stoop so low, you trying to go to the dog park. And then you split in the room. And then on top of him taking you to the motel. <laughs> I'm sorry. We, we sorry, sis. No, we not. <laughs> on, top of, on top of him taking you to the motel, you splitting the money with him uh, to pay for the shit. And then you got the nerve to reward him by eating his ass. I'm just And dead. rubbing him down with massage oils. I don't like this at Girl, it's been two years. He's not going to change. He's not going to give you what you want. If a man doesn't show you, like, what you want in, like, the first three to six months of a relationship, that's it. I agree. That's it. He's not going to change. I feel like a man who really wants you, he's going to do the most in the beginning. Right. Girl, you trying to go to the park and walk Clifford. (laughs) (laughs) Is everything okay? Is everything okay? Mm-mm. Girl, let that go. You, yeah, baby, you making excuses for him. I don't like that. And I'm sure you a beautiful girl. I'm sure you probably got a lot going for yourself. So, I don't know why you dealing with this fuck nigga. Because that's what he's giving fuck nigga. Yeah. And, he got and some, it seemed like he hiding something, too. An aspiring he might got a wife, entrepreneur. He might got a wife, a girlfriend, a boyfriend. I don't know. Something, it's something yeah. going on. Because if y'all in the motel, what are you entrepreneuring? <laughs> at the motel cause clearly you ain't got no bread <laughs> you and know, you been doing this for two years we ain't elevated from the motel to the hotel by now uh, I don't uh, like it Mm-mm. move on sis question number two hey Drea hey Lex and Drea I'm back with my testimony about fucking with this nigga at my job the old question do I need should I read those I mean it's short okay 
I'm dealing with one of my co-workers and I'm falling for him when I shouldn't be. I just recently got out of a relationship with one of our old co-workers who no longer work there, but it's awkward because I don't want to seem like I get around at the job. Oh, I remember this one. Yeah, me too. He also claims he's single, but he just recently had a baby, so I know he's still dealing with his baby mama. She said, I took y'all advice and this nigga still around and he liked it. <laughs> I'ma stick beside him, no cap. <laughs> he a red flag, but so many things about him is green. I'm sorry, this is funny. <laughs> I'ma just go ahead and tell him I love him. He just a sneaky link though, but he apply pressure. Fuck it, turn up. <laughs> I love to see it. As long as, hey, if you happy, we happy. I just want to know. Girl, if you only knew how many red flags that me and Lex be acting like it's green. I see her. A nigga will hold up a red flag. I be like... I actually, I ain't see that shit. God damn it. Girl, it's okay. We all done been up. All right. Question three. Hey, ladies. I've been with my man for about four years. His group of friends are either married, engaged, or in long-term relationships. All the girlfriends slash wives hang out and get along. However, there's one girl, we can call her Bree, who is very problematic. She hits on her man, destroys his belongings, accuses him of cheating with other girls in the group, and even tried to get him arrested. Ooh. Mind you, we were all friends with her man before she came into the picture. Mm. Bree's behavior has caused the other girls in the group to drift from her. I've been trying to keep a friendship with her because I feel bad about her being alone, but I feel like I cannot maintain this friendship. She is truly unhinged and I do not want to spend time trying to reason with a crazy person. I've been hanging out with the other girls in the group, but I just feel guilty about leaving Bree behind. Am I wrong? No. Girl, fuck Bree. She's, she's, and you see what happened if you watch unhinged, you see what be happening with unhinged people. Exactly. I will keep my distance from her. She gonna beat your ass next and accuse you of fucking her man. People like <laughs> and that trying to get not, you arrested. That's what I'm saying. Like people like that don't feel bad. She put herself in that situation by being a weirdo. Cause like, why are you with a man that you have to do all this to be with? First of you all. can't reason with crazy people. Yeah. That's number one. Like, it's no reasoning with them. And I feel like, girl, if you know she crazy, like all the stuff that you just said in this message or whatever, if you know that she's crazy, why do you feel bad? Right. Like, why do you feel bad? Clearly, she is not a good person. Who destroys that man belonging, hits him. him, accuses him of cheating, and then tries to get him arrested? This is not a good person. Yeah, this is a psychopath. Yeah, it's like, girl, keep your distance from her because people like that are the type of people that will drag you down mm. into the gutter that's a gutter snake gutter right. snipe exactly and she gonna drag you in the gutter too sis period leave that hoe alone Ooh. okay question number four hey y'all I'm a Patreon member I met this girl at a mutual friend's house and we really hit it off as friends we're both females another mutual friend invited us down to nola where we were there for my friend for my new friend was super horny hold on wait while we were there my new friend was super horny and asked me to make out and i said sure she was like eh and we never did but we kept flirting the whole trip she said a few times she wanted to fuck me fast forward we came back to our home state and we became best friends i always been into females but her flirtations really fucked up my head i would be so wet around her and and she just be speaking regularly. Once she had just gotten out the shower and I was rubbing her body with oil, then her mom walked down the stairs and she tried to act like we weren't doing anything. She holds my thigh sometimes when she's driving and I'm in the passenger. Is this drag? <laughs> Not one hand on the wheel, the other <laughs> hand on a coochie. <laughs> she stared 
stares at me so lustfully. I ask her why she's staring. She'll say, I can't admire you. I can't stare at you. That shit is weird to me because the people I date stare at me lustfully like that. She's supposed to be my best friend. She would compare herself to the girl I was dating and sometimes compare me to the guy she was dating. Is she just liking, hold on, is she just liking the attention I give or playing with my head because she knows I'm bisexual? Is she confused herself because she doesn't want to admit she may be bisexual as well? FYI, she's a Leo. Mm-hmm. And I think that should help because I never known a Leo female that didn't play games. Um, what? what? That's all they do. <laughs> I ain't even had to say what. That's all they do is Honestly, play games. I wasn't going to say anything until you said she was a Leo, but I sometimes I just do shit to do it. Like, I don't have any intentions of being with you. I just like to flirt. I just like the attention. I just need some attention at the moment. Mm-hmm. So I feel like maybe she's just having fun and it's fun to her. If you're looking at it from a Leo perspective. Yeah. Like, I mean, I feel like I've talked about this. Being somebody who has, like, messed with girls and stuff in the past, I've talked... Girl, shut the in fuck the up. Past. I don't mean... Lex, when is the last I time saying. I messed with a girl? I don't know. I don't be in your business like that. You Bitch, you be, all, you be all in my business. You what are you saying? You a grown woman. You be all in my motherfucking business. But now... As somebody who used to mess with women, I just feel like it's always a bad idea to deal with somebody who is not really gay. Because mm. you get your feelings hurt. You gonna get your feelings hurt. Like like I said, I think I said this on another episode that we did recently. Um, I definitely used to play this role and be trying to get this girl to really... Like, I actually really dated a girl for real, for real one time. And I used to, like, <laughs> trip on her because I felt like she wouldn't take me serious. You was like, I'm gay. Yes, and I used I'm to be gay. really trying to convince her and myself that I was really gay. And she used to tell me... <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be gay so bad. I don't know why. Oh, I wanted to be gay. I wanted to be a lesbian <laughs> so bad for this girl, y'all. It was pathetic. So, oh my god! So I used to be trying to really convince her that like I was gay. Like no, and she used to be like, can you, so can you see yourself really like building a family with me and having a life with me? And I used to be like, yes, I would oh, never date bro. another nigga again. Oh, I would go get in vitro and everything for our baby. You are lame, <laughs> and I want you to know this. So, anyways, long story. <laughs> short i did all of that and then go to to go start fucking with niggas again like it's just like not a good idea to mess with girls that are unsure yeah of what they want and who they are because for some women it really is just a phase and i really like now that i'm much older i feel like it was definitely just a phase for me because nothing in me be wanting to deal with bitches these days Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so Girl, don't nobody want you. I'm so I'm yes, so tired of you. You want me bad. No, I don't. You want me fucking bad. Lex, no, I When she don't. said, oh, she be uh, driving Lex her, is, her hand be on my thigh. I said, girl, my friend do that too. Girl, I do not be putting my hand on your thigh. Yeah, you be like, what you want from Chick-fil-A? <laughs> no, why, I'll be like, why are you fucking lying? That's what you want me to do. I woke up one Lex is, <laughs> y'all, and I, and I, when I say this, I mean this with all my heart. I would never fuck with Lex. Because Lex is crazy. Like, she is crazy and emotional. She would be popping up at a bitch house. All type of shit. I don't got time. It's okay, girl. I don't got time. Your secret is safe with me. Your secret. I won't tell. Your secret. And see with me. But yeah, girl, I I think that you just... (laughs) I think you just need to tell your friend that you just want to remain best friends. Yeah, I and agree. if 
that's not an option if she keeps continuing to like be extra and be all lusty and shit i would just stop being friends with her because i just don't think that's a smart decision to make yeah I think, but as a friend, you should respect the boundary. So that's what I'm you, saying. Yeah. If she talks to her and then she don't respect it, then I just feel like, yeah, you got to stop being friends with her because that's not a good you idea. the one who going to, realistically speaking, you're the one whose feelings is going to end up hurting this situation mm-hmm. because she's obviously just playing games. I agree. So, I agree. yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for this jam? Oh, damn. We not singing it. Wow. I thought we was I forgot that we not singing that we changed the song right. I thought we was about to sing the John B song it's okay we gonna, we gonna sing, sing it next a, time time okay you ready uh-huh. <clears throat> this is we gonna drop this hole together my do you ever dream of candy coated raindrops? Oh, You're wow! My candy raindrops. Oh my goodness! Now see, this is why we, I'm sorry. I'm what sorry. time we do good? Straight Bro, up. that was a good. That was harmonization was. for real. Have you ever loved someone so much you thought you'd die? Giving so much of yourself. It seems the only way. Tell me what you want and now. And I will give it to you. You, you. Cause you are my love. My love. Do you ever dream of candy? Coated raindrops. You're the same, my candy rain. Do, 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 do. My, my love. <laughs> you <laughs> like, oh, that's the whole song. Wait, my love that is the, that's the rain. Damn. I don't know why I thought it was another verse. Me too. Nah, you hey, wrote this the shit? wrong lyrics. No, it ain't. Whoever wrote this shit, you no, all No, no, no. <laughs> my my oh, yeah. love, did you ever yeah. dream that it could be so right? I never thought that I would find Ooh. all that I need in life. All I want, all I need. Now I know, I know I found it in you. Come on, Lick. Cause of you are my love. Ooh, that was a little out of my range. <laughs> That's all right. It's alright. Cause we low key killed that shit. I'm sorry, Saul, for real. <laughs> I did not mean to butcher y'all shit like hey, that. Man, this song was fire. <laughs> this was like the first like group that came, cause they came out before like Drew Hill and all of them. Like they were like the first little like man, boy band. Drew Hill had the bobs. We gotta sing a Tell Drew me what you want. That Tell was me, babe. Ooh. <laughs> Don't give him too much. Mm-hmm. You remember he was in the background like I love a good ad lib, yes. bitch. I feel like I love that ad libs are my fave. Ad libs, like you got to go off on the ad libs. What's like your favorite ad lib? Can you think of one? Hey, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like when Rick Ross be like, huh? All right, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I swear, <laughs> I used to love when Rick Ross would get on a track and be like, huh? Oh, that would make me feel uncomfortable. Why? Because it's like, what are you doing? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> bro get me out of here thank y'all so much for tuning in we'll see y'all next week bye y'all you need Jesus <laughs> we
we lift our hands in the sanctuary. We lift our hands in the sanctuary. I told you I went to church. We lift our hands. Do you remember that episode when she was like, give you the uh, glory. The episode when she was like, oh, sing mama favorite song. And they was in church. She was like, shake your booty. (laughs) (laughs) And what song is that even? It wasn't even a song. (laughs) She was just singing something. Now, Kim could sing, and I remember. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it was. (laughs) 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 Remember, I posted that video on uh, which one? On uh, our Instagram back when we had first started our poor minds Instagram.